Welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, a podcast about getting to know your kids based on what they read. This is produced by Matt Martins and EJ Sanders. Music by Russian Baths. Oh, it feels like waking up for the first time. I'm here with my friend EJ. Oh, and I'm here with my friend Matt. Big stretch. Big, big stretch. We oh. finished a whole big series of unfortunate events. Oh, we are geez. into the great wide open. Honestly, I go and I look at our schedule and I realize we don't have any plan. There's nothing <laughs> on it after today. We, yeah. we have this book and we just got to figure out what we're reading next week. But uh, yep. it's kind of nice. It's that's that's how the show was for the longest time until we were like, all right, time for a series of unfortunate events. But beyond that, it's always been a just like week after week we come up with what we want to read. And this week, EJ, you gifted us with a little gem. But I think it comes I with did. a story. So so it walk does. us through how we found ourselves reading Ulysses. We are reading Ulysses this week because I in a post in a post series of unfortunate events world Mm -hmm. that we live in now Mm -hmm. because that's kind of the world we live in it's a post apocalyptic event (laughs) all right has happened uh to this podcast Uh so so now um we have to venture into the depths of children's literature Mm -hmm. where we've never gone before i'm calling this season where we've never gone before (laughs) okay Um, i love it so yeah, I was at a boutique, um, like a flea market type thing. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, you know, much uh, nicer, I would say than a, than your standard run of the mill flea market and in the very back corner, don't really know how I found this. Yeah. Um, and I'm very thankful that I did, I should say, but, um, in the very back corner of this boutique, uh, which is mostly like women's clothing, I would say the predominant uh-huh. thing in this boutique is just like women's clothing candles you know when i went in there i was like oh there's not going to be anything for me in yeah. here which is okay totally fine i just went in to check it out yeah uh, and i'm glad i did because in the back corner of this boutique which i continue to stretch out is this book store um slash game store uh called dad suggests uh it's in fayetteville arkansas sounds familiar um, <laughs> it does sound why do dads familiar. love to name things after their own fatherhood i i, yeah, yes, I didn't know i, I was dad. so uh just such a, <laughs> a like absolute like cliche but yeah we're, we are just it's a, a part of a system <laughs> we're part of a fraternity of of people right like it really is it, you 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 become a dad and then you like it's like the world opens up uh-huh. to you differently you yeah. know like when you're a single man uh and i lived the single man life for a long time mm-hmm. uh, but when you're a single man without a ch- child you know you're it's a different world for you. You know, you're, you're kind of like an eligible bachelor and like all of this other stuff, right? Okay. You're all these other things or you're, or you're like got the bros and the homies, but when you're a dad, <laughs> right, you don't have bros and homies anymore. Oh, all right. Interesting. You don't have bros. You're and homies. not my you homie. Have, you have dudes. You, you got, know what I'm saying? Oh, you got dudes we've now. upgraded to, to my dudes. Dudes. Yeah. So we've got dudes now. So, um, so yeah, when you become a dad, you get dudes. Um, anyways, this guy runs this uh, bookstore, sh- and we're going to plug all of this in the episode description. Yeah. Description. So check out his website. Um, his name is Ryan Billingsley. 
uh, he uh, runs a website called Dad Suggests, and it's like a book blog. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like uh, it. Uh, fun fact: uh, we didn't hear of any of this until really today. We didn't look up his website, but it's a JDRB uh, yeah. minefield in there. Right? Yeah, <laughs> there are plenty of books uh, like The Skull. Uh, he just recently read, or it was on his Reviewed, blog on yeah. July 9th. Yeah, so uh, there's plenty of other stuff, and the book that we have today is on there as well. So um, if you're an Arkansan, uh, definitely go check out this website. If you're not an Arkansan, check it out also, just because uh, you know. Uh, we like other dads and, you know, I think the, the goal of this show might be to, to get somebody like this on and, and see yeah. what their opinions are on books like Ulysses, even though they do post them online. I just so. got, I just got a shout out. He did a, <laughs> we have to do this at some point, EJ. I, I now realize mm-hmm. the whole season of the show is he did a 2023 dad suggests picture book bracket and there are, let's go. <laughs> there are 32 <laughs> competitors. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, you you got to work your way through. Or is it sixteen competitors? I can't. No, it's thirty two. And uh, and yeah, there maybe we can find a champion. But I'm I'm seeing all I'm seeing three Billy Bo- Goats Gruff. I'm seeing a oh, bunch of a bunch of JDRB winner. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> three Ocean Billy Goats Gruff is in there. Okay, there's all okay. kinds of stuff. Anyways. Yeah. So you what? You just see Ulysses on the shelf and you are so you are a I'm, guiding I'm, hand takes you I'm closer. there <laughs> I'm there with uh, our mutual friend Connor and they mm-hmm. are looking around for uh, I don't know that we're just there. Um and uh, on the bookshelf I'm just like looking at books that kind of pop out to me, you yeah. know. Uh, this Ryan guy he he's got his uh, store uh, sorted in a really uh, beautiful way like he's got like uh, sections by um, you know, genre, I guess mm-hmm. is how you would put it. Uh, and I was just kind of looking in the like fantastical genre, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, these are kind of like, these are like books that look interesting to yeah. me. Right. They just had like interesting spines to them. Like yeah. all of them had a very like unique profile. And if right. you, and Matt is holding the book right now, uh, uh Ulysses, and it's got a very unique profile. I mean, I wouldn't like say a like coffee table book. It's like it's like it's exactly you, you would be that, tricked right? into thinking it's not even like a narrative thing. It's like, oh, oh this is just like right. a thing that sits out on your coffee table. Right. So it's like a very long book is kind of what he's describing. It's a hardback. It's got like a really interesting looking spine. It's very minimal artwork on the cover. It yeah. doesn't jump at you. It's very clean looking. Right. Uh, it is something absolutely you could basically put that on a coffee table, right? right? Like we've we've made jokes about coffee table books before, but that is like it kind of has the exact look and feel of one. Yeah. So it's got the, the weight to it. It's a very hefty book. Um, and it's, uh, you know, and it's beautifully illustrated. So, uh, very, very cool book. It just jumped out to me on the shelf. And right when I picked it up, I, I kind of just fell in love with the art style. It was one of those deals. It was kind of like when you picked up a book just off the shelf, yeah. uh, at the library, anytime you do that and you just send me a picture of it. Uh, the most recent example of this is Thornhill, right? You picked right. up Thornhill off the shelf and you just were like, it strikes me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so this, this is the same thing that happens with Ulysses. Ulysses, I pick up off the shelf and, uh, I mean, you can't help, but just love the, the style of yeah. it. You know, you just look at it and you're like, I don't know what I like about it, but I love it. <laughs> I you love, know, I'm, I'm hooked by this. Yeah. It's by right. uh, Norwegian author, even Torsitter. Uh, and right mm-hmm. away, I, there's a very famous, um, Finnish cartoon character called the Moomins, the M-O-O-M-I-N-S for anybody who's familiar with that um, and by, by Tove Janssen 
And it's, I remember seeing a ton of Moomin's stuff on a trip. Okay. My wife and I went to London and there was like a whole store that was just like the Moomin's store and everything <laughs> in it was Moomin's and it was amazing. <laughs> and Ulysses feels very like inspired by that. Like, I don't know if, if Moomin's is like an incredibly popular in across like all Nordic countries kind of thing, mm-hmm. but like the style of our main character, Ulysses, looks very, very Moomin-esque, and it's it's just kind of from the same cloth, I would say. Uh, especially yeah, the too, are... There's, like, the other tertiary characters are, like, mm-hmm. m- much odder-looking. Like, the main character is, like, a pretty cute, soft, little, uh, you know, understated thing, and then everything else is like, ah, whoa, I'm almost, yeah. I'm almost yeah. wigged out by you, and that's very much Ulysses' vibe. Yeah, Ulysses has a very interesting vibe. The Moomins are very uh, look like a very clean vibe, you know. Overall, yeah, right. This is like if the Moomins kind of devolved a little bit, like yeah. into something a little bit more absurd. Yeah, it's if the Moomins <laughs> dropped out of college, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Maybe that's why Which EJ not, likes it so much. I don't know. Oh, heck yeah, dude. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's, yes. Uh, it, it is if, it, yeah, the Moomins dropped out of college. Anyways, this book is super, super interesting. Yeah. Um, it's, um, so the world that it's set in, it, it's great because um, right off the bat, you're like, okay, this is, this is absurd, right? Yes. Like there's nothing there, you know, you, you are introduced to a character that is a mule. That's why it's called Mule Lissies, right? I didn't He's even a, kick click into that it didn't a, even hit I'm you a, did i'm a dingus <laughs> continue <laughs> how did you <laughs> i don't know he, does, he just is like a, he's just got a face i just was like yeah he's like a cartoon character whatever and i moved on okay with my well, life. he's a well he looks like a mule so there you go so sure. he's like a very absurdist like i mean you could i could see why matt didn't pick up on that honestly <laughs> it is very it is very like abstract in the way that he looks no it's okay um, but, i'm just dumb and that's fine okay and we, matt's dumb matt's dumb actually i'm sorry i I should have been more straightforward. Matt's stupid. Um, don't listen to him. Uh, so yeah, the main character is like a mule human, like a hybrid. And yeah. a lot of a lot of characters in this book are some sort of like hybrid of a different animal, right? They're like mm. human esque. They're uh, uh, anthropomorphized. Yeah. Is that the word? Anthrom- is that how you say that? Now you're gonna trip. Me oh, we, see, we can't say it. Oh my god! You know what? <laughs> We're both stupid. This is not a podcast. This is the dumbest podcast. People. Why are you listening to us? Go to I this guy's website speak. and read about it. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're dumb. So That's why I listen uh, to yeah. audiobooks. So there's like a guy who's like an elephant uh, and a human. And uh, there's like anthropomorphized. Who, Thank you. Okay, we did carry it. On. <laughs> you did it. I'm so happy because I was like, we're going to finish this podcast. We're going to finish this podcast about this book and we're barely going to talk about it because we're going to be worried about uh-huh. how to say anthropomorphize, mm-hmm. which I then said following you did up. It. So Very that's good, great. EJ. We did it. Anyways, so this book is just the plot of Od- of the Odyssey. Yeah, um, it just it, is Odyssey. The Odyssey. It's just well, the Odyssey. not even all, just like the first little leg of the Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it's uh, put in this fun uh, context where um, basically Ulysses has a very real problem happen to him at the beginning, <laughs> yeah. which is he can't pay rent or he's evicted from his apartment. He's, he's somehow evicted from he's his evicted. apartment. He, he gets back home and there's just yeah. tape on all the doors. And I want to read. This is a good uh, this is a good like entry point into the absurdism of this thing where I, I would describe like the way even decides to move the plot forward is like and now i would like the next thing to happen basically like every right. time every time it's like time to move on he's like that was fun 
the next thing can happen now. Uh, <laughs> next so this thing is, happens. This is the letter uh, Ulysses gets from his landlord. Dear tenant, the building authorities have approved the demolition of this building. Your apartment has been emptied and all of your belongings are in a container at Central Storage. Thank you for being a good tenant, smiley face. The owner. P.S. <laughs> apologies for any inconvenience this may entail. <laughs> It's the most capitalist thing in the world. It's such a, a wasteland. Doesn't bother you too much. We've upended your entire life. Oh, yeah. PPS, your possessions will be returned if you pay five thousand dollars within seven $5, days. After which they will be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. It's like completely absurd, but it's hilarious. Like that's the setup for the entire plot. Yeah. Like he's then like, okay, well, I need. 5, I'm going bucks. to go try and find a job. He has trouble finding a job within basically a day because he has seven days to get his stuff yeah. back. So he's going to go drink his his stuff away and this is probably where you might see a little bit of like is this a children's book it's kind of hard to glean there's a lot of themes of like drunkenness and well, like it's funny though because they still even they like it is just light enough because it is he, light enough he says I think so like too. i gotta go to this place i don't normally go i wouldn't normally go to the harbor tavern not right. something i would normally do and then he gets there and he's like i really want some chili nuts and all he's there is to get some chili nuts <laughs> that's, and they're that's like uh, we're out of chili nuts and he goes i've lost my job i've lost my apartment all my belongings are in a container at central storage and now you're out of chili nuts chili nuts <laughs> really good okay it's a really good book. it's a, it's a good book it's like it's one of those books too where it's like as you're reading it you're like oh this is fun oh yeah. this is fun oh this is kind of oh, fun this and is then, so fun <laughs> i know and then at the very end of the book you're like I actually really like I had a really good time like the whole time like you didn't yeah. realize it really you right. like kind of said those small like words of affirmation to yourself yeah. as you're reading the book like yep. oh that's kind of cute oh that's fun and but you never realized that there's never a point in the book where you were like oh this sucks yeah like there's right. not a single point where you're like this is bad like you never had a bad it's time just the whole book is just like all right well that was a cool thing that happened so yeah, yeah he he basically uh finds this elephant um captain guy yeah. right he's got an elephant nose uh, that's the only like uh distinguishing fe feature right and this guy's like i'm gonna and this is this is what i love i'm gonna find the biggest eye in the world <laughs> and i think that is such a funny setting off point for like a plot right yeah. is he's yeah. just like i need to find the biggest eye in the world right and so like um, Ulysses needs a job and he's like, well, how much does it pay? And he's like, exactly enough to yeah. get your possessions back and we'll be back in time for you to get those. Right. Like it's, it's, you know, it's very convenient, the plot, but that's the whole point, right? Yeah. The whole point is it's it supposed is, to be silly. It's so much more about the artwork itself and, mm -hmm. and the understated oh, tone yeah. and everything. So yeah, it's, it yes. is. well, and again, he gets away with it too, because it's like, he's just doing the odyssey. You don't need, he does not right. need to Who express cares? the plot to you. He barely right. needs to express character to you he's more expressing like a vibe and an identity and like a style and that's the the, the whole book is just dripping with style well we talk about touchstones in literature a lot right yeah. um and i i especially love them in children's books because yeah. here's here's what you're doing you're planting the seed of the odyssey in right. a 10 or 12 year old right yep who then later on gets the enjoyment when they go to high school or college yeah. of reading the Odyssey and being like, oh my God, this is the plot of Mulysses, exactly, right? right? That's and the fun thing. And they had a primer, thing. and they had a primer. Right. The first time I ever saw It's a Wonderful Life was a Rugrats episode <laughs> pretending to do It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. And then when I saw It's a Wonderful Life, I was like, this is the Rugrats. 
Rugrats episode. Right, <laughs> right. And then you realize, and then you realize one has begotten the yeah. other without you realizing because of the time in your life that it came along. Yeah. And I think that's so fun for it people. Is. That's Great. so fun. It was so fun for me growing up seeing mm-hmm. all of these touchstones of literature and then seeing the reference point yep. and getting to watch the reference point and enjoy it, even though, even though you know the plot right? right like because that's kind of the fun part of it is the fact that they're telling you the entire plot of the odyssey right right who cares like yeah. and but you get to enjoy that so much more as an adult because you get this this great frame of reference of a silly book or a silly tv show yep. that you watched when you were younger and right. you just get to kind of reminisce in that and it feels like something that was a part of you right uh, in a way when you actually it, get to that touchstone it makes it feel like the passed down legend that it is where it's like ah that story's kind of just always been with you because it's there right it permeates in culture we all just have this in us somewhere we've all kind of brushed up against it yeah, I, I mean, I even go so far as, you know, after I finished reading this, and even when I was first mm-hmm. opening it up, I was messaging you being like, EJ, I don't think this is a children's <laughs> thing at all. Yeah. I don't think this is young adult. I don't think there's anything, like, I think if you asked Oyvind Torsetter if this is intended for young adult audiences, he would be like, no, this is just a it's just a graphic novel I wrote. I, I don't know. Yeah, he would give you the Wizards of Earthsea, Ursula K. Yes, Le Guin answer. Exactly. Right? It's the Le Guin answer, and it's just like, I don't know, man, I wrote it for... The, for anybody and right. because it's understated and because it's cute it's the kind of thing where we as parents go well this is the appropriate version or also this is the like less you know boring version to introduce to a young kid or whatever even even within that there's certainly stuff in this book that would like go over a lot of young readers heads like it, it i can't express like how understated some aspects of it are <laughs> like it really it almost does not care if it introduces much of the plot to you at, at all uh they, right. they really just hop from point to point to point but in that way like again there there are so many panels that are like full page panels that if i was thinking of myself as a young kid if i was into mm-hmm. the style of this like the line work and all of that you can get lost in these pictures right oh, and that yeah. would be all of the fun of it is just like getting completely lost in the colors and 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 the style of this whole thing uh so i i i think it has a really special place it's just the kind of thing where it's like also your kid might totally bounce off of it because it's just yeah they're I it's mean, not for them yet it, they're not ready for it or whatever it this this has the same vibes as like uh we were talking about the skull right yeah. uh, a few weeks ago and in the skull there's it's very much about recounting uh the story yep um and I think this has a similar vibe to where if you took the words out of this book and were to read this to your kid, yeah, you could suss out everything that you needed to say, right? Right? Like you could you could basically create the story a because you have you have those the knowledge base that it takes to to <laughs> tell the story of the Odyssey, yeah, and b because it's it it really is about the artwork, there, right? Everything in this book is understated, right? There's not there's not really a lot of dialogue. Um, you know, most of the dialogue, I mean, when there is dialogue, there's dialogue, but it's like, you know, for the most part, it's just like one small scene between two characters 
And then the rest of it is kind of told in that graphic novel style where like the words are at the top of the, yeah. you know, the panel. His and narration so. kind of fills in a mm-hmm. few gaps here and there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When there is dialogue, it's almost more for the joke than it is for the progression of the plot. True. Absolutely. That That's more like a Timmy failure thing, right? Yeah. Like a Timmy failure. I love that we just get to reference stuff Our on this podcast stuff. now. Like, yeah, <laughs> we, get to, we get to look back at it. But yeah, like Timmy failure, like the joke is in the picture, right? Yeah. I listened to a Timmy failure book and I did not quite get it all, right? right. Like. Right. When you read a Timmy failure book, you're going to get a lot more. Yeah. Um, so it's it's the same thing with this. Obviously, Ulysses is like a graphic novel, like we're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, this is one you should give a chance. I don't know if it's one that you may put on your bookshelf. Uh, honestly, like just to be honest about it, um, I don't know. It's it's like one that I would put on my bookshelf because uh-huh. I love it. Right. And I love the style, and I think you know, really weird, goofy looking. Um, you know, kind of stories that are kind of off the beaten path, like yeah. retellings of like classic literature. Right. I think that's fun. Like, I think that's a fun thing. So it's great for me. Um, you might look at it, you know, as a listener, you might look at it and be like, ah, I don't really know. You know, yeah. uh, it's, it, it's definitely one, if it's at your local library, I definitely suggest checking it out. Or if you have a library app, definitely yeah, taking a look at it and looking through it and and just seeing if the art style is something that you, right. uh, you, you know, jive with essentially like just something you really like and enjoy. So I, I think there's an interesting quality of young adult and especially children's literature mm-hmm. where there's maybe an overemphasis on the goal of like this thing being educational and when i say that i mean like the complaint we often have right which is like oh we're hitting our we're hitting the kids over the head with the moral and the point because so often that's very i mean especially like that that, and that's born out of something that makes sense right in in the earliest years your picture books generally speaking you really are trying to like teach emotional development like you're you're trying to work on them as people because they're at their most uh absorbent time of life or whatever and that continues into their younger years so it's like you want everything they engage with to propel them forward or whatever and this is the kind of book where it's like i can't say that propels them forward but it is it is an introduction to style uh i don't know if i told this story recently i think i may have but Mm -hmm. i'll quickly reiterate it Molly found a TV show on HBO recently called Opal mm-hmm. and it was okay. uh it's a short film and it is okay. not for kids at all it's adult animation it opens with a shot of like burnt out cigarettes and beer cans strewn across the floor and it's got like <laughs> it's like very moral oral if you know what that oh, is okay yeah it's, i do i very, do know what that it's is claymation, <laughs> it's dark storytelling it's like okay. about kids but it's like about Not kids who kids. have a bad life basically oh okay uh so anyways molly was like obsessed with this she saw it the the thumbnail is like the goofy little kid character who's got like crazy squirrely hair that comes out the side of their head they got big big eyes that are really cute and funny it looks like a cute claymation character right and she all she wanted to do was watch opal she kept saying i want to watch opal he's so funny and we would put it on and be like this is horrifying and this is probably (laughs) like i it's like i'm afraid of what this might be doing to her brain and we stopped putting it on for her Right. And then I started to think back on it more and I was like, A, it's such an absurdly told story that there's really not much plot she's probably gleaning from it at all. And instead right. she's just taking in 
the style of it. And who am I to say this like creepy grotesque style is is like not appropriate for her. The content of the thing itself is not really like wildly inappropriate. I would say it, it has vision. Like I said, it's got images of cigarettes and stuff, but I'm not even going to like, who am I? That's that's life, baby, <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, you it's, say as you like huff down a menthol <laughs> outside your apartment. But you know you what know? I mean? Like it's, it, there really isn't, I wouldn't say there's anything wildly inappropriate in it. And, and my wife and I had the conversation of like, right. it's really not the worst thing in the world for her it's to not see bad. It. and it's like how is it any different than frankenweenie and, and nightmare before christmas and like it's tim not. burton claymation you know Coraline, yeah. all of that stuff is can be just as haunting of right. imagery uh is just as scary and so like i put mulisses in that category of thing where it's like no it's not like let's learn to have empathy or let's learn how to say our our abcs there's there's nothing educational about this but it just evokes something and that might be something your kid gets to carry with them. Like, doesn't that matter in its own right? To put this in a JDRB perspective, this is much closer to like David Weissner. Yeah. Um, yeah which is sure. somebody we've, we've read. Uh, Weissner's very much like very minimalistic in the, how much he says on the page yeah. and just wants to tell you the story via the images that he puts on the page. Uh, and he's and this is way far removed from like Sophie Blackall, Peter yeah. H. Reynolds, and uh, Judy R Morales. Yeah, um, those three are much more like learn about empathy, learn yeah. about art, learn about creativity. You know, right. learn about um, you know, learn about something. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Sophie Blackall is really on the nose with those yeah. kinds of things. I mean, I, right? I would like, say Peter H. Reynolds. I, I ran into in, another in Peter, Peter H. Reynolds, Reynolds yeah. in, in a different uh, children's book section of a store. Mm -hmm. And I read it and I had that moment again where I was like, this is a little too much. This so, is too greeting yeah. card. It's too. It is. And so, yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's like a special place in my heart for this kind of a thing where it's like, hey, it's kind of not really about anything. It's just there for you to soak it right. up and let it become a part of you again like in that legacy thing it's like now like you would read this and you would just have those images in the back of your mind and it's not like it's this is probably not going to be someone's like you know cornerstone this is part of their identity this is not somebody's favorite <laughs> book but it is a thing that will stick with you uh you know it's like yeah, a subconscious cornerstone that. yeah i absolutely agree with that i think the things that this book does well is telling us uh, an old story yep. in a very fun and and it captivating style like yeah. like i said i think too what lends itself to like i think too don't read this on a on a library app actually no, i'm gonna rescind that um, <laughs> mean, well that may, was to, that was to get a quick glimpse at the artwork and then if you're yeah, titillated true. go grab yeah. the book then go grab the book yeah that's true actually yeah, go ahead and do that but but you really want to hold this thing because yeah, it is kind of like a tome. It's right. it's big and it's and it's it's got a really nice weight to it. Yeah. If you're an adult, you know, or an older uh, an older teenager or something yeah. and you want to just like read a weird graphic novel sort of thing. Uh, it's just it's got a really nice weight to it. And like I said, when you open it up, the pages kind of just fill your whole vision. Yeah, and I really like that. It's kind of like the Klassen thing, you know, Klassen does has the same style, too. And yeah. the fact that like he fills your whole vision with the book, even yeah. if there's a lot of negative space, you know, yeah. this now, Oyvind, not a negative space. No. <laughs> I will <laughs> no. say Oyvind likes to fill the page. Messy pages, but that's mm -hmm. kind of part of it is it's like, it is part of it. Working yeah. through all of the mess of what's, what's going on is, is interesting. I mean, there's, I just turned to a random page and there's like all these little details. I didn't notice the first time that like 
uh-huh. you could sit here and you know, I, I think I always do myself oh, a disservice yeah. with graphic novels where I kind of burn through them really quickly. And then if I go back on the second read through, it is always a better time because it's like, you know, there's so much detail and line work. And I think I'm always I, interested in like cramming the plot into my head really quickly before yeah. I can like properly appreciate the, the you know, the, the magnitude of the style or whatever. I bet if we went back, we would find that the locket appears more in the oh, story. Oh, yeah, right. Or little something, stuff like right? that. Yeah, there's there's little... Right. This this book, basically, by the end of it, it starts wrapping up in a bunch of ways, and you're like, right. what, what you thought were a bunch of understated, him just being like, ah, let's move on, eh, let's move on, who cares? In the end, like the final arc, he just suddenly brings everything together. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, of course, he like sort of perfectly is wrapping things up in a bow, but it feels so good because it does all these all these what felt like just disparate elements are like oh great everything's kind of all together yeah the the whale that you don't think anything about at the time yeah just i don't know everything is really really great the whale you didn't even realize you didn't think you were like (laughs) i didn't realize something about it (laughs) yeah it's absurd it's it's really great uh i i i after i'm reading it I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we'll talk about for 30 minutes. And then like you sit and you get one day away from it and you're like, I could talk about this book for six hours. Hours, actually. (laughs) Like, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff going on. And I love to and like you said, it's just it really does have a such a feel good ending. I don't know what made me feel so heartwarmed by it, but it's just so like it's so sweet. It's just so it takes I like books that just take care of their characters, even if there's like tribulations. I love that like every character is, is so uh, genuinely taken care of, not yeah. in like that, like really there, there are some other people we've read who, who take care of their characters in like a really like on the nose way. Yeah. Um, this book is very much like, no, no, no. They go through, there's some stuff that happens, but yeah. like, like there's, there's a proper ending to it. And, um, and it's something that we can all feel good about. So. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. Uh, and I just Pick think this one up. the best page in the whole book is uh, right close to the beginning. Uh, he sort of gets his task with the guy and then yep. he just has these two pages where he's like, and then the band started to play and it was time for us to go. <laughs> and there's just these two big spreads of the band rocking out yeah, and there's dude. no other purpose. Like the band plays no role in any nope. bit of the plot, but he just wanted a one page where it's like, look at this band. It's got a horse and a, and a, cow yeah. as the same i think that sets great. a lot i think that that one shot though uh, just to be like just to even provide meaning to that yeah th- that those two panels that you're talking about really set up the fact that this whole world is filled with creatures yeah that are uh, you know these uh these weird looking humanoid yeah. sort of animals right and like, cause you're introduced to ulysses who's right. a mule and then the elephant captain guy yeah and then like the girl, the love interest in this is just like a normal human, just a human woman, you know, yeah. which, which there's plenty of those too. So it's like, there's just like such a weird element yeah. of, of like fantasticalness that isn't like even stated, right? There's yeah. not, there's no stated goal with any of that. Like it, it's just kind of there. It teaches you to kind of just like expect anything from past just, that. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like the, 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 the devil is not in the details of this book, even right. though we filled it with details and that's kind of the mm-hmm. beauty of it. Well, amazing. Yeah. yeah again, dad suggests.com. Uh, and, and the storefront is in Fayetteville, Arkansas. It rules. Uh, I'll definitely going back and hopefully maybe we can get 
maybe we can get uh, Ryan on the show sometime. Yeah, to just talk I would about, love to talk, talk to about that guy. and everything. So we'll have to we'll have to reach out and everything. But uh, again, we have absolutely no plan going forward. I do not even know what next week's episode is. Uh, so you know, hopefully everyone is ready to hang on for dear life into uh, expect the unexpected. Uh, as uh, what did you just call this season? Now I don't even oh, remember. Uh, it, into it, the unknown. Into the unknown. Well, we're just or gonna. Like that. I, I think that's what we have to do. Is now for at least a few weeks, we just have to go into shops and libraries and <laughs> grab stuff off the shelf and hope hope against hope. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think that's my favorite style that we do too. Because yeah. I mean, we found some of our favorite stuff. I mean, yeah. Root Magic is just oh, a man. pulled from the shelf yeah. book, and we. It's like I mean, it's one of your favorite books. Ever. I mean, it's one of mine too. Like yeah, especially of the ones we've read. This the, that book is. It's, there's just nothing. Out of this world. There's nothing like going into something with absolutely no expectations. No expectations. And letting yeah. it win you. Like that's that's yeah. just so great. When when something has all these reviews behind it, mm-hmm. then you put that expectation on of like, well, okay, I'm. I'm probably going to read something pretty good. And then when you're done with it, you're like, yeah, in fact, that was pretty good, I guess. But if you don't know, if you have no idea and then it's pretty good, you're like, dang, that ruled actually. Yeah. Yeah. The woman I kept to myself is another one yes, where exactly. we just like, I, it's like, we read nothing feel like about the, it. Just dive in yeah. and see how it we, goes. We, so, so we'll be doing a lot of diving in here in the f- next few weeks. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to hang out with you more, Matt. Absolutely. Well, we'll see you next week.